can't get enough eye-popping, jaw-dropping, heart-stopping reality TV? Yeah! Then head to Hey You, home of reality on demand. Stream and download the latest episodes from shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and The Real Housewives, same day as the US. It's like a dream come true. Or binge old faves like The Simple Life and The Hills. That's hard. Hey You, reality on demand. Get the app to start your 30-day free trial and let the binge sesh begin. Hello and welcome to Boy Time Live. SSE Arena, good evening. <laughs> no, seriously, that's, that's where we're recording this. Um, on the, I just want to say if it's possible, on, this, on the count of three, can everyone just go, good morning? One, two, three. Good morning! Excellent. <laughs> that's all I want to do in life. Uh, that's me. <laughs> Pretty much happy. And th this is weird for us because normally we do this like under my stairs. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dave's like, Dave's like Harry Potter. He lives with his auntie and uncle. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, probably you're, you're more dumbly than Harry Potter. <laughs> more hybrid, probably. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. This is the 20th episode, and we said we'll do it live, and uh, thanks thanks everyone for coming. Yeah, it's nice. Don't want to get emotional at the start, yeah. but thank you for coming. No, we've, we've cried before we, we came up with emotion, and it's nice. Makes a change doing this podcast closed, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, if, if we want, if you take yours off first, I'll do mine. Right, we'll see how that works out. Um, okay, we'll see. How how's your Easter? I actually haven't seen you in over a week. I know it's it's, it's weird that we're, we're it's like booming around here. Yeah, but it was it was. That's nice. what microphones do. I know. Like I uh, I say that we were supposed to have a sound guy here trying to fix the sound for us. And believe it or not, ironically, the sound guy not sound um, <laughs> just just didn't show up. Uh, so fuck the sound guy. Don't worry, really check it wasn't a family emergency, so we can't get jokes about it. But uh, and if you are here at the back, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. But he hasn't. He hasn't. Sorry, you're up. such a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Rude. Seriously, fuck the sound guy. He's called Dave. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Easter was nice, Shane. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Again, well, what do you do in Easter? You just, there's nothing open, so you just sit and you gorge and drink. So. That's two things I'm great at. So yeah, a good time. What about yourself? I haven't really done anything yet, but I'm going to Clarny tomorrow on the holidays. After Easter? Yeah. No, it's still Easter, isn't it? No. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Um, I forgot to mention, like we're all going to go, whole audience, we're going to go to like Juby York or the Hard Bar after this, just as a collective. I know the way people say, split up when you're going into bars, into groups of four. Fuck that, we're going. <laughs> Seven deep, all of us. <laughs> We're all going at once, so that's uh, compulsory. No, I'm I'm going. I'm doing like Irish holiday. I'm going on an Irish holiday this year. Having a bad year, money wise. Yeah, you? yeah, just kidding. Um, I'm going to Killarney, and then the next day I'm going down to Dingle um, to to go um, to go and look at dolphins, right? And uh, <laughs> I forgot that I talked about dolphins in the stand-up set. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to look at dolphins, but I did a bit of research about it, and I don't know, has anyone been to Dingle to see dolphins in the audience? Yeah! Um, sorry, I did not say do an impression of a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> but that was good. Have you? Yeah. Did you see some? Uh, um, I don't know, I can't remember. Alright, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> some you'd remember. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. I like our parents. They're like, yeah, you, you didn't see dolphins there, so we picture dolphins. Yes. <laughs> it was like it was like a central plastic bag. Mommy, is that a dolphin? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, but I did a bit, of, I did a bit of research, and the dolphin tour is fifteen euro, which is actually all right. But then it says here, it doesn't say here, but it says <laughs> if 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 you don't see a dolphin, you don't pay a penny. And I thought that that was really good. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, but I might be on a boat for two hours, not seeing a dolphin. And then he goes, ah, don't worry about paying. You know, it, it's not actually a good deal because if I don't see one, then I've just spent two hours on a boat with some people. <laughs> That's not really what I want to do. Um, but I'm excited about it. I'm going to do the Ring of Kerry. Well, who's he? <laughs> and I can't wait. If you tune in the next week's podcast, you'll hear. That's an incentive. <laughs> I was my trip in Dingle. Um, <laughs> we do a thing on. Uh, first of all, shout out friend of the podcast, Michael Jardine, front row in his Boytown t-shirt. By the way, now you're like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Not official merchandise. He is. He's made that himself. <laughs> Which you might think I'm flattered by, but I think if anyone is going to assassinate me, Michael's number one contender. <laughs> And then he'll kill me, and then there's just an automatic replacement to pretend that it's me. <laughs> Is that... are they us? <laughs> um, we do... <laughs> they, they went into the song yesterday when I... <laughs> gave us the Tom and Elliot. <laughs> which one wants which? Don't be silly. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, any, does anybody not listen to the podcast? Anybody just here with a friend that doesn't really know what's going on? Put your hand up if you are, it's absolutely fine. The majority of the audience, that's the majority of the audience. Um, we do a silly podcast and one, one of the things we do is a feature called Tweetback, where at the start of the podcast, um, we make the other person tweet a celebrity to see if we can get like a response, a favourite, a retweet, whatever. And it started off with some pretty like easy stuff. There was nothing much to it. <laughs> I think you had to tweet Derek Akora, the Ghost yeah, Whisperer, yeah. and I had to, who was my first one? Your first one. I don't even know. Uh, Andy Parsons. Andy Parsons. Yeah. So it started off dead, dead simple, and then it, it got raised last week when I had to tweet the 80s pop star Marilyn, um, <laughs> who, if you don't know Marilyn, go, go, Google him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. Um, and, and I had to tweet Marilyn with a selfie of myself, just a really weird picture of myself, not smiling or anything, and I had to say, the 80s horse world Marilyn, and a lot of my friends say I look like you. And it backfired because 20 minutes later, Marilyn came back with, first of all, a follow for me, and then secondly, the response, you're definitely cuter, with the emoji with the tongue out, and wink, as I got press so, so sometimes this works, right? So I get to choose who Dave's is for, and he gets to choose who mine's for. Um, so am I going to do yours first? Yep. So he's going to do it like live now, and you can go on Twitter during this, and give me permission to see how things are going. Um, right, Dave, you got, let me know if you got Twitter open. I need to get off the old airplane mode here. I'm like, like, I feel like my dad, I'm like, just give me a second here to... <laughs> Dave has a Nokia 3310 here. I think I think we're going good. Now we're active. Get Twitter, get Twitter right. Okay. <clears throat> um, 
So, yeah, I realise that he's doing mine after, so I've <laughs> tried not to go too hard with it, but I have a feeling mine's going to be worse. Right, tell me when you're ready. Probably. Um, yep, to meet up the top. Great. Good, good. Okay, so if you want to... Um, oh, there's that photo you sent to me, lovely. Yes, we'll put, it, put a dot first. Definitely put a, a dot first so it goes public. Okay. No, it's not that photo, I actually have a different one. Alright, okay. Um, Why do you so many photos of me without <laughs> Right, so I want you to tweet, uh, first of all, the dot, yeah, so it's public. What that is, the... No photos? No, do a, do a tweet, right? Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> do, do a tweet. Yes. Do a full stop first. Because then everyone sees it. Right, okay. And then at Rory McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it says, yep. Hold on. You got him? There he is, there he is. <coughs> and also, hang on, I'm just going to say, no, I'm not saying the photo yet. Um, so Rory McElroy, first of all, yeah. and then there's just another at symbol. Right, okay. Oh, no. And then Friends of Sullivan. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the school they used to go to, and I'll see the Ori went there as well. Can you find it? Yes. Can you find it? No, 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 go back, go back. Friends. How do you know? Nah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you what it's called. So it's basically the alumni of Dave's old school. Uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on. They're here somewhere. Uh, if anyone, oh uh, yeah, it, it's friends of SUS, friends of Sullivan Upper School, the school you used to go to. I got my education. Friends of SUS. There, there they go. There we go. Yep, brilliant. And I want you to write Beansy, B-E-A-N-Z-Y. Universe guy in the universe. Which is um, Dave's character in Naughty Shore. So which, which was the worst thing it's ever been on YouTube. No, no, no. Stay on track. So, Beansy, B-E-A-N-Z-Y, in brackets, Naughty Shore. <laughs> Come on, quick, quick. I'm trying. Naughty Shore. Close brackets. Here. Two exclamation marks. So, Beansy, in brackets, Naughty Shore here. No less exclamation marks, you need more text. Okay, new line. Did someone mention... <laughs> Did someone mention? Yeah, I'm absolutely mortified here. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> me and Roar. Roar. <laughs> 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 me and Roar. <laughs> Coming to chat. <laughs> the kids at our old school. <laughs> okay, coming to the chat to the kids at our old school. Now remember I've got a photo to send you here. Um, so <laughs> I've sent you the photo. So that photo, yep, I want you to put that in. I should have WhatsApp your photo there, yeah. Uh, great. You guys will see this when he puts a tweet up. How um, many characters you got left? Seven. Uh, Hashtag hoot. <laughs> As in you're a hoot. H O O T. Yep, and that's it, mate. That's you. Right, okay, I'll tweet that then. Yeah. So just a tweet. Yep, and that's up. So it's you put it up the data. It's you can, mo you can monitor that throughout the podcast and see how it goes. At the data. <sighs> so basically, Dave in character is offering to come back to his old school to give the kids a chat. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Right, okay. Get get your rag. Do you have that photo I sent you earlier? Which is a weird photo of you. Um, yeah. You had a bit of a, a bit of a beard going on earlier, didn't you? Before you shaved? Well, as close to it as I yeah. could. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> okay. So we've got Twitter open. Yep. Yeah. Ready oh, for laid back, not even worry about it. He chilled. <coughs> yep. I want you to hit uh, the dot first then. Are you sure? Yeah, well if that makes it go public, you definitely do that. Okay, yep. At? Yep. Jerry Adams, SF. No way, no way, no way, no way. Please tell me this is a different Jerry Adams. Oh, it is. An SF meets San Francisco, he's some random guy. Right, the. Fuck, right, okay. Right, comma. Comma? Yeah, just after Jerry Adams says that, please. Right. Right. Hey, player. <laughs> You're making me call Jerry Adams player? Yeah. Hey, player. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been trying to get in the beard game recently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> Beer game recently, yeah. Dot dot dot. What do you think? <laughs> no. Question mark? Yeah. Get that picture up too, just before. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, so That's the weirdest photo of me you're ever seen. So what do you think? Yeah. Any tips from the master? Question. I can't call Jerry Adams the master. It's about beards. You can. You can. Can I say any tips from the beard master? No, it doesn't have enough characters because there's hashtags. <laughs> any tips from the master? Yeah. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. Beard. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> I'm saying he's cute. <laughs> cute. <laughs> Last hashtag. Nineteen sixteen. <laughs> no. You can't, I can't. I can't. Let me leave that one. No. I, I didn't make you write anything politically charged. That's not politically charged. I'll just draw him in and go like that. <laughs> I don't like this guy's ever really. Dave, I can't do the 1960s. If everybody thinks In fact, I don't, I don't have enough room. I have one character. You've done this wrong. No, I haven't. See? Hold on. Thank you. Right, take out beard, hashtag say Essentially, we have to have these up for until an hour until the podcast over, then we can delete them. Right, so let me see, make sure I've got this right. At Jerry Adams, SF. <laughs> hey, player. <laughs> Been trying to get into the game beard, re- the beard game recently. Look how nervous I am. <laughs> what do you think? Any tips from the master? Hashtag cute. Hashtag 1916. And then that's what 100%. It's a photo there. Yes, that's where it's at. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's ah, tweet. Ah, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. I thought you had X. No, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> if you got your phone out, go onto my page and look at the image because I'm thinking actually you put it up fully. It's just my like eyes and mouth. It's the weirdest thumbnail photo. 
So we're gonna put those away and we'll come back to that later on the show. So uh, <laughs> Jerry Adams or uh, Friends of Solomon Upper School, I think I think you got the better deal there. <laughs> yeah. The worrying thing is that sets a precedent now for next week that it's just gonna be worse. Well, um <laughs> Whoa, um Okay, so we'll, we'll come back to that in a bit, but um, another thing we do, which we think we'll start, kind of start the podcast with, is quacks. So, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's, it's like a fact and then a question at the end where we ask each other. So, we've got three each, we'll do them throughout the show. You want to start or do you want me to? I'll go first, I'm happy to go first. Go ahead. Jerry Adams. I call him player. <laughs> I told him he's cute and hashtag 1916. <laughs> Um, right. By the way, it's true fact. If he replies, I'm going to look like I'm his mate. <laughs> you don't know, he could be. Right. I'm, I'm peeing myself inside a bit here, so let me calm down. Right. Ready? Yeah. Believe it or not, the voice judge and former Mr. Gwen Stefani, Gavin Rosdale, is a musician in his own right. Rosdale was the lead singer and main songwriter for the band Bush, who had some fame in the mid-90s. I'm sure you'll agree Bush is a fairly odd band name, and often Rosdale is asked why the band came to take place and how did they get its name. Some people have speculated that this could have been due to Rosdale's love of the Australian outback, or indeed for a slightly creepy fascination with George Bush Sr. <laughs> Fret not, these are only old wives' tales. The band Bush is actually so-called in homage to Rosdale's ex-boyfriend Marla's pubic hairstyle. <laughs> it is said that the androgynous one, aka your number one Twitter follower, um, is so alternative that he would backcomb his pubic hair. Rosdale was so infatuated with this that he had to name his band in honour of him. It has also been said that Bush's number one smash hit Swallowed was inspired by Marilyn. <laughs> that's to be confirmed. But if you were to name a band after one of your exes, what would you name it and why? Uh, Keith, just. <laughs> Self-explanatory. Um, yeah, for about, I don't know, but I didn't, I didn't know that, but I, I suppose I could ask Marilyn that personally now, since he now follows me after last week's tweet back. Um, okay, mine for you is, and for the audience as well, a bit, bit of knowledge here. Not many people know this, but the first Ulster Scott settlers in this part of the world wrote some of the, very, the most very well-known songs. Yes, they had their own little fireside ditties, but many recent pop songs today were written by unnamed Ulster Scots, and were found in a buried vault. No Limits by Two Unlimited. That was originally Nah Limits. <laughs> Long's the way I like it. <laughs> Footloose. <laughs> Gam West. And the most well known Up Past On Rainbow. All written in Lauren in, in, in the 1300s. <laughs> Fact. Sorry, I'm so nervous about the Jerry Adams. <laughs> I'm more nervous that he's going to reply and love it. And if he doesn't reply, then I'm equally nervous because I'm like, if I pissed him off. But what other things are mad? I missed the question because I'm laughing at your shit. <laughs> you might know that Ulster Scots was. <laughs> What other things are mad? <laughs> <laughs> Tweet the leadership fan and probable IRA leader Jerry Adams for his beer. Right, well, I'm not worried anymore since you said that. <laughs> Swear off. Got your back, right over. Thank you. 
What are, what are other things are mad? Mad? I don't know, trying to, trying to do a podcast on this. I haven't put the sound guy. I'm yeah. Trying to wing it. I know this is going to be the worst sound ever. We play this back. Initially. Yeah, unless you were here. Yeah. Don't listen to it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and even if you did, Right, okay, we'll come back to quarks, but I don't look at this, but I've got a, a, a news story I thought you might like. So we talk about, like, highbrow news as well, silly stuff, like the tweets, of course. Um, a man is suing dating app Grinder after a thousand men showed up at his house and job. We all have, or if you're lucky, heard of horrific breakup stories, but this one takes the biscuit. 32-year-old Matthew Herrick is a New York-based actor who met his now ex-boyfriend on the gay uh, dating app Tinder. Right. They, they have since broken up, but within the last six months, Matthew claims that over 1,000 men have showed up at his home and his job looking for him for sex, but without any invitation by him. Now, what I like about that is, showed up looking for him for sex. Who are you looking for? Matthew, what for? Sex. <laughs> I'm looking for you. Oh, what do you need? Sex. <laughs> so, he just, um, he basically said his ex has made a fake profile for him and he just sent. Speaking to CNN, he says as many as 16 men have showed up at his home in just one day, with some instances becoming violent when the men had been previously told not to be put off by Matthew's dismissiveness. <laughs> As this was merely a part of the previously agreed upon fantasy and role playing. So the person's written, the person's written like, I'm probably going to slap, try and slam the door in your face, tell you to go away and phone the police. Can we go So I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be the guy. I'll be Matthew. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, mate. I'm looking for you. Me? Yeah. Why? Sex. <laughs> No, come on now, that's a bit, bit forward. Ah, uh, good one, mate, let me in. <laughs> you, no, you say it. Got it. No, 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 no. I, no, you no, say no. you'd say no. Look, I know, but for this, I, I mean, no means no. I, I know what you mean, mate. <laughs> but, I, 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 who are you? I'm just this guy called Keith. Just go she and talk. Uh, basically, Matthew released a statement on Twitter as the situation began to grow in seriousness. <laughs> I bet it did. Mm. What? Should we not release it on Grindr? What? Like the statement? <laughs> like the people think that's just still part of it. On the grind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Listen, I'm releasing a statement that said definitely don't want men showing up on house for sex. All the guys will think that you said you would say that. So they still try it. Like Inception? This is his statement. <laughs> Due to circumstances out of my control, I have to remove myself from all social media. I have been having issues with a stalker who has tried and is running my name through the mud. He has now created fake accounts of gay apps such as Grinder and Scruff. What's Scruff? Well, Scruff is this app. <laughs> <laughs> Declaring me a racist bigot and a Donald Trump supporter. So the Grinder's like... <laughs> You call him the guy that put him on Grinder, the Grinder. <laughs> so the Grinder's got a, like, a plan. But why did he put that at the end? So he's basically the profile is like, oh, I'm racist and I like Donald Trump, but I want sex. <laughs> why does he combine all three? Because I think that people probably like, oh, if he likes Donald Trump, we just need to really fuck him. <laughs> really give it to him, I think. That's terrible. Um, but you know what the weird thing is? Like, he couldn't even go to the police. And get a policeman to stand at the door because then they'd be like, ah, that's YMCA shit I'm doing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I was about to pass on me. For anybody who didn't hear the podcast last week, um, are you able to get the story of Tupac? <laughs> Can you, do you think, have you got the internet? Get on my phone. Get on your phone. Um, so yeah, we picked like one news story a week, and last week's was possibly the best news story. Why Dave looks for it? Has there been any word from Jerry Adams? <laughs> Is anyone keeping it? Michael, you'd be in charge of this. Nothing. What about McElroy, friends of Sullivan School? Really was happening so far. <sighs> so two two pack. Yeah, two packs is all. So this is the the like. Hey, you got the story. Topic. Aussie rapper two pack avoided paying dinner at bills by running out of restaurant. Essentially, <laughs> he was at a restaurant beside the sea, and he was just like, yeah, fuck it, and just jumped in the water and swam away. <laughs> Off he went. But then his excuses were ridiculous. They're like, why did you not pay for that? And he was like, yeah, I saw a woman giving birth on the beach, so I went to like. Why the hell does Jamaican mean? So I had no birth, and so that's real bad. I had to birth her, Betha, Betha, on the beach. And they're like, where's the baby now? And he's like, ah, then I ran away. It's gone. But then, then when he actually went to court, he was like, nah, to be honest, I didn't pay for the dinner because it was shit. Yeah. And the judge was like, fair point, off you go, two pay. No, he didn't, he went to jail. Like, he's, what did you think of uh, Get Out, the film? Because we talked about that, that last week, but I hadn't seen it, and I went to see it. Has anyone seen Get Out? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think? Good? Yes or no? Yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was good, but I, I got really excited about it. Like, I thought this would be great. Like, it's got, it's Jordan Peele wrote it, and he's a great guy, real funny, real, a big fan of his, and I thought this would be amazing. You know whenever people pick it up so much that you go to it, you're a wee bit disappointed by it. I was a, a little bit. I sort of thought of me and you, because the story obviously is this guy goes back to meet his girlfriend's parents and, and they like try to kill him basically or, or brainwash him. And I was like, what if that happened to Dave? But that would never happen to you because I wouldn't let you go by yourself. I'd have gone with you if you're like going to meet my girlfriend's parents. I don't, I don't know how her parents would have felt about that. This is my, <laughs> my shipmate. My squire. <laughs> Can they still use the word muse? Yeah, I think so. Muse here. Yeah, so I, I appreciate the concern there, but did you see the bit then that were like, what happened? Spoiler alert, but I'm just going to tell you about it. They like found that her, like the girlfriend was basically luring people to be made into like aliens. Or like, <laughs> but yeah, like, to be another issues, like for like people with like disabilities or illness or blindness, their brains to be put into like working bodies essentially. Yeah. And like they find the, the photos. Don't talk through that bit. Yeah. So find the photos. You're looking at me like, oh, what but I don't, know where, I don't know where you're, what you're talking about. Don't you know the photos? <laughs> in the movie, like she found the photos of the boyfriend. Yeah, but what's significant about that? Because in a nutshell, she she was using her boyfriend as a shell. Like I'm not a sci-fi nerd, so I don't know the terms. So like a shell, because he was very athletic. You're looking at me, want me? Michael, what's the term? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, any word from Jerry Adams? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so essentially, they're just taking a lot of black people to make them into... Don't say it like that. But you're not going to be next to say <laughs> I want you to say something controversial, because I'm going to get shot there by Jerry Adams tonight, so... <laughs> I don't care. I want you to go down today. Imagine if he doesn't get the tweet, it doesn't register with him, because I've deleted it by the time he sees it, but he goes, ah, but I listened to the podcast, and that's where I heard it. <laughs> he, was just, he was just every week just getting his fix. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be totally screwed. <laughs>
Because <laughs> yeah. you've uh, you've fingered him in a way. I'm just because you said because you said what he was. I don't mean allegedly. Yeah. Well, you don't know that much about me, Shane. I might have done so. Um, I got Netflix this week, thinking it was thinking it was a madman. Yeah. After how many people did you ask for the Netflix so password? Just been scrounging people's accounts, but yeah. I've had to get it. I've had to get it myself, man. Shane's doing that well that he can't afford seven pounds. <laughs> uh, like, hey, baby, I need Netflix. Give me the Netflix. <laughs> I'm a flicker though, and I don't watch full things on Netflix, I just watch two minutes of it and then I move on to the next thing. Yeah, but see, once you pay for that, yeah, you watch it. Like, you don't, you, if you're just using someone else's passcode, you fuck that, I don't know. You, I had to get your password for something, and you changed it. I didn't. To, I don't remember, was it like Shane something? Shane has a pink dick. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had to read out to someone. And by the way, if anyone is going to my Twitter, I think don't log in to my Twitter with Shane has a pink because you'll be able to see everything. So. <laughs> Would you just tell them what it is? It's more embarrassing than porn. It's the WWE Network account. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of high off the internet. No, it actually is. Okay, it's time for more quacks. I'll kick it off this time, okay? Okay. Okay. It's a well-known true fact that late North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, the original bespectacled creme fresh dictator, <laughs> did not peer poo. You know the way they said stuff about him, like he got a hole in one golf and 18 holes he and all did. this? Oh, th th no, that's all lies, but here's one that doesn't. Well, to put it another way, he didn't commit these acts in a traditional manner. This is top secret info, so military command of North Korea, if you're listening, please spare me. But top North Korean scientist, Nigel Brown, divided... Oh, oh, no, no, if it's a fact, you can't... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Devised the SPAPS, the SPAPS. Right, okay. What does it stand for? <laughs> the special poo and pee shoot. <laughs> this basically involved a little funnel being placed once a week in the Jungie's loaf. <laughs> <laughs> this basically involved a little funnel being placed once a week in the Jungie's loaf. So basically, they put a funnel in the Kim, Kim Jong Un's head once a week. Um, the specky pee and poo out of his head. No, wait. The specky little fellow would then be tipped upside down into a septic tank until drained of fluids. Eh, bet that was Mingy. But what's the best invention ever? <laughs> that machine sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah the spaps. The spaps machine sounds pretty good. Um, probably the best invention ever. <laughs> gonna say like you know that wee garden claw thing, it can just get all those awkward weights, but that's not. So mobile phones maybe or knives? Because <laughs> 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 like say you're on grinder, yeah, you get the date on the mobile phone, yeah, and then you stab Yeah, or just bring a knife with you to get stuff off them. That's I'm not as I'm not as pretty as you, I can't after a lot of other means. Is there anything you want to admit? <laughs> no. Right? Go ahead. I'll tell you later, right? I hate normally we sit opposite each other when we do this, so we don't, it's like, you know, when you're in school and you're in the middle of an exam, you're like, don't, yeah. Don't, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to look. Right, okay. I definitely wouldn't be looking at your answers anyway. <laughs> um, some celebrities have unique pastimes. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? Because. Every single grade I have is had in yours. <laughs> <laughs> Not your hair back in the sides. 
Mine's a one word email. You're better looking, but I'm smarter. And you'll die first. But anyway. Okay, right. fine. <laughs> Some celebrity. I'll die tonight. <laughs> Michael, any word? Some celebrities have unique pastimes. Believe it or not, Antonio Banderas is studying fashion design. Angelina Jolie collects daggers. And Joey Essex is said to be mad keen on sitting GCSE past papers. <laughs> but what you might be surprised to find out is former kids television presenter Pat Sharps of his odd pastime. Now, we all know that Pat Sharp has a major drug habit and bashes more coke into him than a diabetic at Nando's. But... <laughs> said this like three weeks running on the podcast like he's such a niche character and you, you've told people he's a coke addict and he probably is but he might be but for factually he is right so Pat Sharp was a major drug habit right yeah but what you might be aware of is Sharp's love of kung fu movies Sharp idolises the work of Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee but his favourite martial artist of all time was David Carradine it was because of Carradine that Sharp took up mixed martial arts Acting and masturbating in wardrobes. <laughs> Shane, we all know that your favourite pastime is playing football, but have you ever masturbated in a wardrobe? <laughs> um, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No. no. And, and like a shiffer robe? What's that? It's like a smaller wardrobe? <laughs> <laughs> in like a wee bedside cabinet, yeah. <laughs> No, I haven't. But there was this guy in school. I mean, uh, I'm not telling his, I'm not telling his surname, but his first name was Chris. So what is his surname? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and and he, he he said on the walk home from school once he was like, "Here, I I went to the garden last night." And I went, <laughs> I went, "What?" And he went, "Yeah, Matt, you know you start telling someone something, you're like, uh, I don't know why I kept telling him." He went, "Yeah." I just was getting something at the bottom of the garden and it was a wee bit dark. He's like, so I just stayed down there and just had a wank. And I was like, why? And he's like, oh, I don't know, my mum was calling me and stuff. And I, was like, <laughs> I always just, anytime I see him, I'm like, does he still do that? I am um, at school with a friend who did a wee bit of outdoor wanking as well, um, except he was, again, gardens. Yeah. But it wasn't his own garden. Like, I would explain again, he just he was casual about explaining. He was like, Oh, I guess what I did last night. I right? don't know me yet. And he was like, Well, I just saw snowing out, so I thought I'd just go for a wank. It was uh, snowing? Yeah, snowing. It's the worst like, time? Yeah, so he's like, I saw the snow, and for some reason, you know, when you're young, you get erections. Rather. I still do. I know. But, you know uh, <laughs> you're like, Ah, the glory days. <laughs> but, but nowadays, after you go, <laughs> But um, like he said, like, yeah, there was some snow in the garden, so I just, I didn't, he didn't want to do his own garden, fair play, because it's weird. So he hopped the fence in his neighbor's garden, and lay, <laughs> laid down beside a sycamore tree that got snow drop off, and produced some snow of his own, yeah, good time. So there's any time it snows, I think to myself, I wonder if I can make that fence. <laughs> fair enough. Um, with the success, the, the clear success of, of our podcast, and by the way, we need a sponsor, so if anyone here owns like a business or whatever, just give us money, because um, we, do, we do need a sponsor, and we don't, we don't care, like we will endorse anything or anyone, like it doesn't matter if you're a murderer, that's your business, and you're like, I just want to get word out there, we'll do it, like, we'll sing your praises for a minute, for yeah. under quite a week. Sweet. No, we're keen for that. Like, there's literally no nothing we won't. There's nothing we won't do. Nothing we won't plug. 
But with with the success with the success of the podcast, like surely the next thing is the film is like is Boy Town the movie. So I don't know, like what are you, what are you thinking for casting? Like who would well, I know I know who would play you, obviously. Before tonight, I would add a few names, but uh, these two would play us. The actors are in the front row. They would be would be us. But if we're to go for like actors, yeah, I would be well, probably Jack Black could play me, or like you know that guy of Tucker and Dale fight evil or something. It's a Netflix film. If you didn't flick as much, you might actually the guy see it. Nah, the Kevin James, the guy who plays Paul Gordon, all cop. Yeah, he would be great. Um, he could put a wig on and he, he, would, he would play you. You could be... <laughs> <laughs> you could put, you put a wig on and You guys are probably like, we're under a spotlight here, so I'll probably look more bald than I actually am. I'm only very bald, I'm not totally bald yet, but um, you would be... Gosling? Gosling. I like, no. No. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. Ty. Ty. Or Barron. Yeah, John Parker. Would be good. I'd love that. Rupert Everett. <laughs> nah, 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 no. Um, I don't know, do we get older in this film? Yeah. I yeah, was, was going to say you could have been Ian McKellen, except you'll die before you get to his age. So. You always tell me this, and I'm going to die. You, like every day before we start a podcast, right? No joke, before we start, he's like, uh, you're looking pretty bald today. Um, you're breathing heavily, you'll probably. Heart attack or something. I just made me feel really shit about it. Then we go and record, he's all bouncy and happy. So I just like to remind him that he will die before me. Um, Why will I die before you? Because <laughs> you've got like the terminal illness, Crohn's disease. It's not terminal. <laughs> well, to prove a point, <laughs> I can make it. <laughs> you by just squeeze. Did you feel the whole room turn on you there? No, because. <laughs> Like, you, they know what your wee devil eyes are saying to me. <laughs> Go on, say it. Make me look like a hero, but really, well, they all know you're going to be fucked bastard. And like, like I say to people, like my friends and family, are like, what's Shane really like? Is he as much of an asshole as you think? <laughs> he's he's alright once you get to know him. And like, my family have met him lots of times now. And they're like, how many times do we have to, to meet him and get to know him? To, I said, not a few years, she'll maybe be willing to hang out a little bit. But he'll be probably dead anyway, so <laughs> don't worry about it. Well, we always fight, but like, we bicker in a couple. I'm kisses, sorry. kisses. Thank you. No, uh, you. You always smell like really nice strawberries. Thank you. Do you put anything in the lawn, or is it? No, I'm not even wearing after she. Just natural strawberry fragrance. Yeah. <laughs> so weird, right? Where were we? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> So we figured out that we uh, had gone on, a, not together, but we had gone on our first ever dates as children to exactly the same place. Now, like, you might like be thinking, teenagers, not, we not like... I know, I wasn't. You weren't a teenager? Yeah, I wasn't like 20 or whatever, I was, I was 12. And uh, he was the caretaker at <laughs> my primary school. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we're, me and Dave went somewhere on our first dates together, totally separately, obviously. No, banger on Netflix. No, 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 no. You might be thinking nice restaurant, go for a weekend away or whatever. No, on the coin this three, one, two, three. Strand Cinema. Strand Cinema East Belfast. What a show. It was a great spot. Talk me through your, your first date. Well, we went and watched a movie. What did you go we see? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. We went, we sat, and 
we just didn't speak a word the entire time. And then just awkwardly looked at each other and was like, so if you want to like... What age were you? 22. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you, you, were, you were first year? Probably 14. 14, yeah. And um, we were just like, I was like, so now we went to see this movie, does that mean we're going out? And she was like, nah. <laughs> and then that was that, really. Were you nervous for it? Yeah, I was. It was the first date. You know, I'd never, I'd only like gone from the advice of like my dad. And then like, they used to get her, get her box. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I tried, but I failed, right? Yeah. And like, back in the parents' days, things would go differently. Like, I went to dances. Yeah. And that was where you went to like, curve. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I just, I just wasn't really, I, I know it's hard to believe, but I wasn't a great theater. Like, I like people in the cinema to watch a movie and a veil of Pekamix. I don't like the, I'd say this, trying to like, and like, see the whole popcorn thing. It's like, that's. Oh, popcorn and Pekamix? Yeah, like that. And I'm going to die first. Um, <laughs> my, um, I went to see, and what reminded me of this, and what the reason I texted you, be like, what was your first date? Parent Trap was on the other day, the first film, the uh, first date I went on was to see Parent Trap when I was 12. That's a sexy film to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here's the slightly weird thing to say, right? I was P7, right? So I was 12, but she was P6. Now that's a bit, like for a first date, that's a bit, like she was like a young P6. And that's, at the time, nothing, but now I'm like, yeah. Um, what do you mean, like, now looking back, or if you went down to B6? No. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I did that now, that would be weird. The weirdest thing would be parent job still being in cinemas. Do you know that would be? Um, but my, um, yeah, so I, I told my dad, I was like, listen, I've got a date. And my dad went, oh shit. We gotta go. My dad went, we've got to go get you a shirt. And I was like, yes. And um, my dad took me out, took me to Debenhams. Um, Done stores. We got two shirts exactly the same, just different color. Because I was such a wee fashionista child, I was like, I like that look. I thought you. And I like that tone. Your dad and you got the same shirt. So like you. No, no. Bring me to the date. Don't like this. No. What 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 happened was, I was like, I don't know whether I want this one or this one. And my dad went, Okay, you post some eight quid. Done. Right. And though the worst shirt you've ever seen, like these check shirts. And my dad takes me to Stratton Cinema, I'm meeting the girl there, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous, my dad's like, it's going to be alright, don't worry about it. And we get there, and she's standing outside the cinema with her mate. I was like, oh no, she brought a friend, she didn't tell me. And I was like, I can't ask my dad, because that's going to be extra weird. <laughs> but, but my dad, right? Now this is like the late 90s, or yeah, late 90s, so times weren't as they are now. People didn't get as offended as easily, right? And you could make jokes back then, you could make now. And my dad is not a bad guy, for say. <laughs> but me and my dad were driving down towards Stratton Cinema. This girl and her friend were standing outside the cinema. I went, oh no, she's brought a friend. And my dad went, I don't like the one you're getting. <laughs> um, but I freaked out because my dad gave me a fiver. I like backlogged my pocket money, do you know what I mean? It was like, I'll not take the full amount. So then I could have a rollover, if you like, so I had a fiver to go with her. 
And it worked out, it was like two quid into the cinema then, matinee, my ticket, her ticket, and like dairy milk, whatever, that I would allow her to have some of. And when I saw her mate, I was like, what is the protocol here? So I just said, I was like, I'm just gonna pay for me. So you two are just gonna have to pay for yourselves. But that meant that I had more money for sweets, and I think I had far too many sweets, and I just lost a lot of myself, and I just, I got booted, basically. Was there a second date? No. The relationship didn't work out. Do you want to tell this guy called Michael Glennie? I thought you were going to say Dennis Todd. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst, the worst, like, young, nervous thing in terms of dating was when I was in second year, um, my dad, it was like after some school exams, I actually did, like, surprisingly well, because you are, you are like, I'm actually really thick, but... I did well on well them, and my dad, as a, as a present, bought me two tickets to see Justin Timberlake at the Odyssey when like, the Justified album had just dropped. So long. <laughs> and then, I think my dad wanted me to bring him, but he was like, you can bring whoever you want. And there was this girl I like called Ashley. I'd been, we were hanging out at the Odyssey at the time, Odyssey Ball. Did you not go to Campbell? Yeah. Ashley from Campbell? No, not someone from school. <laughs> um, no, 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 I was at school, she also went to school, okay. but not my school. Um, and I had to ring her, so I had to get her home number and phone her to ask her if she wanted to come and see Justin Timber. Her mate gave me her number over MSN. And she was like, you're going to have to ring her. And I was like, all right. So I went upstairs in my house. But just before you do this, I imagine, like, you've seen this guy after he tweeted Jerry Adams. So can you imagine him phoning a girl? Can you speak to Ashley, please? Oh, he's playing football. Oh, no. I will. <laughs> Was a girl. <laughs> I had to ring a house, right? I had to ring a house. I didn't know her that well. I had to ring a house. And upstairs, it was, and then my voice was just breaking all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Start ringing. Her dad answers. Hello. That was him, by the way. And I went. I went. Hiya. Surprised myself, right? Voice didn't go nuts. I went. Hiya. May I speak with Ashley, please? And he went. Who's that? And I went, Shane. And he went, I'll get her for you now. A couple of minutes go by, I'm so nervous. She answers the phone, hello. I went, hello. Do you want to go and see Justin Timberlake with me? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, thank you. And then, <laughs> and then, and then you had to like, you couldn't just, you couldn't WhatsApp every bit of detail. Like, okay, what time do you want to meet there or whatever? So I'd have to ring her like, a week later, <laughs> what time would you like to be there? <laughs> so I took loads of phone calls, and in the end went, it was good. Yeah. And did you see her again? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a thing developing here. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. That was nice, I like that story. Thank you. Whatever happened to your dad, did he ever? Uh, he's <laughs> run out with the original girlfriend's from the cinema. Yeah, 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 so it's fine, she's 24 now. Um, <laughs> Do you ever have to phone a girl twice? Uh, no, I just made my dad for me and pretend to be me. Maybe all the moves. She's like, what do you want to do? And you, you, you'd be like, dad, just say go bowling or whatever. What do you want to do? Your dad loses on himself. He's like, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get you home and get you back. <laughs> um, okay, will we, will, we do, will we do Eurovision? Yeah. Right, so this is a, a point in the podcast where um, 
It's basically inspired by the Eurovision Song Contest. So Dave and I give each other like a name, a nationality, and a song title. And then you have to act like you're just thrust into the Eurovision Song Contest live and you have to perform the song without knowing what it is. You've got to make it up as you go along. So I'll give you yours first. Right, okay. You are from Latvia. Okay, right, okay. Um, your name is um, Mario Baggio. <laughs> from Latvia. That's not a Latvian name. And anyway, it's Italian. Yeah, but you're Italian, but you live in Latvia. Right, okay, okay, fair enough. You're called Mario. <laughs> remember, remember that you've been also raised in China, so you have a bit. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not bad because you. That is just the way you speak. So right. you're a bit Chinese. You're like you have the accent a bit. Right. Okay. But also a bit Italian. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. So just remember that. Um, Mario Baggio. Um, you've got a cape. You're wearing like PVC. <laughs> you've got a, you've got a full PVC mask on. Right. Just zip down a bit at the front of the lady sing. Right. Okay. Your song is. Um, you're about seventy as well. <laughs> <laughs> And your song is called um, The Night That Never Lasts But Never Begins. <laughs> and I want you to really, really <laughs> big up um, China and the environment in the song. What's the title again? The Night That Never... The Night That Never Ends But Never Begins. The Night That Never Lasts. The Night That Never Lasts. But but never begins. The night that never lasts, but never begins. So, ladies and gentlemen, who do you want me to host? This is John Bishop. Yeah, host is John Bishop. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to this stage this guy. He's from Latvia. He's a great mate of fish. He's a great pal of fish. It's Mario Baggio with his hit, The Night That Never Lasts. What never begins. <laughs> Go ahead, please. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, mate. <laughs> you know, mate, this is watching, mate. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Let's go! And this is the night out. <laughs> that never ends. But the never begins. And I'm so and I'm old, but I think that uh, Trump should stop bombing China. It's already a slide, ah, but my catheter is broken. I need to change it now. Thank you very much, Bisha. You must have known before. Alan Carr hosts it. Right, first, you're from Denmark, right? You're D Danish. Um, yep. Your name is Ishmael the Jew. Right? <laughs> As in, the surname just sounds like that? Ishmael the Jew? No, that's what he's known as because he's the only Jewish person in Denmark. Right? So, and he sings a song called Confessions, part three, right? <laughs> Confessions 1 and 2. Does Usher know about this? Confessions 1 and 2 are done by Usher, so he had to do his, his own version, right? And the reason why he is confessing is oh, no. that he's 
for some reason why he's cut his two pinky fingers off. Like there's he's confessing why he did that through the medium of classical rock, right? So you have to sing like proper classical rock. Confess. You don't have to just confess about your fingers. You can confess about other things you've done. Spit with your dads and stuff, for example. Whatever you know, Ishmael a Jew. Whatever it's yours, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, could we please welcome to the stage from Denmark, the one and only Ishmael the Jew. <laughs> I need to think about my accent. <laughs> he does this before the start of every song, the way he has to. Uh, okay, okay. <clears throat> <I've> <clears throat> I need to crowd one more time. <laughs> he needs the crowd! <laughs> a confession to make <laughs> I lose my pinky for oh, fuck's sake <laughs> what a stupid mistake Classic to rock. make yeah like queen the building too um, <laughs> I lose my pinky when I stand on the rake and then like can you do some guitar <laughs> I gotta confess I'm in distress because my finger is a mess. Ah, 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 my pinkies is stinky because there is a stump where there was a lump that was a finger. I not have a finger, also. I must confess one more before I must go. I have stolen <laughs> cheese from Tesco. <laughs> and this is why we don't do improv. Wow, we've done 54 minutes, so. Um, wow. Well, um, Feels like five, doesn't it, when you have fun? Yeah, what we'll do is we'll do. Um, We'll do our audience questions in a, in a second, so any, literally any question you have, we're wonderful, whatever, just shout it out when we're doing that bit. Um, but we'll do, um, we'll do the big topic, we'll do audience questions, put a few gigs, and then finish two parts. Sweet, that's good. That's, that's good. what we'll do. Um, right, so what's the, what is the big topic? Explain that. The big topic, we like to obviously be partying for a bit every week and talk about something serious and give our mostly ill-informed, idiotic opinions, his more so than mine, and then just chat about it, really. Yep. So this week's big topic is, what can you joke about and how far is too far? Before we do that, Michael? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Um, right, so uh, we, we both do stand-up. We talk about controversial things at times. You probably more than me. Probably. Is there anything you wouldn't joke about? Um, there was something, I think it's changed a bit now, like when I first started I was very afraid to joke about anything, because over here audiences mostly find something, they don't, they're not like this is a joke, you know a lot of time they're like, well he said something rude and hurtful to me, and you're like, oh that's just kidding, I like, know, I, my cousin's sister's uncle's brother, is this is based on by the way one person who spoke to you after, he gets an accurate impression, yeah, that was a good impression, I've, uh, 
yeah, but that, that's the thing, like, I think, because of just the nature of what over here is like, like, we're, a lot of it's split, isn't it, one side or the other, so you want to be offended by something, you know what I mean, if they do something, we get annoyed and vice versa, so I think there's that kind of, if you hear buzzwords, you want to be offended by them, you sort of go home like, you joked about that, and maybe miss the actual point of the joke. I think when you just when you mention specific people, I, I like yeah. as in you can obviously make a joke about the biggest celebrity in the world, but if you make a joke about someone very specific that some terrible happened to, I think that's maybe. But when you say often like there's nothing you can't do, there's nothing you can't joke about, but there's stuff I would feel uncomfortable joking about. I don't like I don't really even swear in my head, but that's not because I'm worried about offending someone. Yeah, that's just you want to get all the money for TV, and that's cool. Is that the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Dave. <laughs> I swore. Um, I will beat that out in the edit. Um, <laughs> but you, you did a, you did a joke with Queens. That um, did you get banned from? No, I, I say I got banned from Queens. I explain uh, the joke for I, I did a joke that was um, whenever I was younger, I was a, a kid. I was always known as in my day a bit of a handful. Or in today's terms, severely autistic, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, that's the joke, and it was like, t so basically Dave filled in for me hosting a Queen's thing. Yeah. And I was like, how did it go, mate? He fucked like, me to the sharks, is what happened, essentially. He's like, eh, there's a few tweets about the game, and I was like, why? Did it go really well? He's like, eh, well. There was controversy, right? And um, now my, when you told me what the joke was, like, my sister is autistic, yet I wouldn't, I wouldn't find that offensive. Uh-huh. Because it wasn't about your sister, it was about your Yeah, no, <laughs> that would be sly, but, but I guess because it wasn't about an individual, I, th I thought it was alright, but then me saying that, I guess, doesn't mean that the joke isn't going to offend people. Yeah, but like after that, there was like a, a total response to like someone was like, who, what dickweed said that? And I was offended, like, who even uses dickweed anymore? You know? <laughs> and then the girl was like, and what offended me the most was like, there was some host, I think he must have been a student comedian or something. Fuck off, I pay for this shit. And that hurt me enough. And you definitely don't look like a student. I, I know, exactly. I look like one of those like foreign students that came from like... Easy. Ooh. I just look Sarah. Ooh. And, like, Ooh. Oh, easy. <laughs> but this is easy. Whoa, guys, yeah. we're going to have to wrap it up. <laughs> no, we're doing But um, no, so this is legit what someone came down to that. So she wrote about this joke, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And someone came up and was like, do you know, stuff like this is why people with autism get beaten up in the park. I was like, my jokes, sorry, didn't like that either. Like, no, you're being ableist, making fun. And I was like, nah, the joke's more about- He is not ableist. You know, I, I, it's not like, I was like, it's more about me being a wee bollocks when I was a kid, you know, it's, and the whole joke was like, nowadays, there's, you can't just be a wee bollocks, you have to have, he's got something wrong with him, that kid, he's two old skittles. Right, you know what I mean? So that was kind of, and it was awkward for me, because I'm like, everyone was going, He's really, he hates disabled people after having one. I don't, that's just, you know, judging you off one joke and it's like... What about that guy when we were out for lunch earlier and then you stuck the stick in the spokes? <laughs> that was like... Yeah, well, you know... And you also made the disabled joke about you in that picture. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended! <laughs> I, I, did, um, I did the Empire in Belfast once about, gig about five years ago and... Um, did a joke, like my style has changed a wee bit, but I did a, a joke about the Holocaust, which probably <laughs> no, but that's 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 not shocking. Like maybe it is, but that's not an uncommon thing for comedians to joke about. And back then I thought this is 
a, a smart enough bit that I would get away because it wasn't just saying that I'm not saying it was funny in any way, but I'm, I'm basically it was a bit of wordplay and you're sort of the joke is named at anyone who's involved, right? So I thought that was acceptable. And the promoter of the club got an email the next morning saying um, I had some friends over from Syria this like six years ago. Wasn't me either. And they and they were particularly offended by um, the small man's jokes, right? Which I didn't like. Um, <laughs> About, about the Holocaust, and then the, the promoter sent me the email and said, how do you want to proceed? And I was genuinely like so defensive that I was like, just, if I told them it one more time, do you think they might think that it was a bit funny? Like it is, <laughs> do, it is a good bit. Do you remember the joke? I, I don't remember well enough to do justice or tell it, but right, okay. Because I mean, it is a topic that feels slightly off. But I don't know. I just don't. I, I just don't do stuff like that anymore. Not not because I'm worried about offending people, but I just I, I don't know. Just I, I, it doesn't appeal to me really. Yeah. Well, I I think I kind of went the other way. I'm like, if it's if you meant it, you know what I mean. Like if you're sensitive, you mean it, then you're a terrible person. You know. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're doing stand up, you're joking. People should be. Like, he's gonna he's gonna not necessarily take things too seriously. Like I said earlier, oh no, I'm bald. Clearly, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's I'm like you know. You joke about it, but I think that's a, that's a problem, and I think that you know if you were to gig in other places, people maybe are less offended than they are here, per se. But I mean, that's what we like to do. We like to have a bit of banter in the podcast, and then really dumb it down with some real serious chat and kill the room. So <laughs> success. Success. <laughs> yes. So when you say success, do you mean Jerry Adams? What about Dave's friends of Solomon's School Twitter or Roy Nothing. 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 Can we just speed through this and delete those tweets? <laughs> okay, um, what? Although, to be fair, they like, tweeted like three months ago. So. Oh, so that account might not be too active now. And is McElroy not getting married like soon? Yeah, but if he knows Beans, he's not really sure. <laughs> link up for a talk, he might, he might postpone it to, uh, to, to get some great banter going. It's all for you. Okay, right, we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll plug some things really quickly. Um, I'm doing the Ulster Hall on the 2nd and 4th of November. It's ages away, but go to it because last year it was good crack, and um, it's it's a brand new show, and uh, yeah, I really I really need it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "You want to just do one night again?" I went, "Nah, book two. And the guy was like, "Really?" And I went, "Yep." Um, so that has to work, Dave. <laughs> I'm uh, in Lavery's tomorrow night. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, you'll not be able to go, but we're doing like a storytelling night in Lavery's tomorrow, and um, which. We'll just be true stories, as opposed to the fabricated bullshit we talk about normally. <laughs> so yeah, it should be fun. And you, you're doing uh, here? No, we're doing here on the twenty sixth of July. Graham, is that right? Uh, yes. The guy who organised. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever works. Um, right. Well, we'll do we'll do audience questions, and then we'll finish with with a quack each. Um, anyone got a question? Someone? Just literally shout it out. Do I know the name of the dolphin in Dingle? Um, that sounds like an Irish folk song. <laughs> Do you know the name of the dolphin in Dingle? Um, yes, fungi. Thank you. Um, anyone else? What would you buy Rory McIlroy's wedding present? What would I buy Rory McIlroy's wedding present? What would I buy the man that has everything? Well, um, I, I don't know. A green jacket. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> a green jacket, a bit of a little class golf jump from over there. <laughs> 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 I'm 
Granger. <laughs> Um, I could sign the Beansy section of the Francis Sullivan Memorial book. <laughs> I would, um, like, I don't know, I'd probably, um, what will I get them when I go to the world? I'll probably, I'll probably bring them um, just like a scrapbook of just the memories we've had. Um, nights out we've had, trips abroad, nights in as well, or just had great crack. Um, I'd probably just put that together and be like, and that's why we're best mates. Um, I think you'd appreciate that. One more? Uh, what would you call your political party? What would we call our political party? Um, the So Communists? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Michael Jardine, you have a question on the podcast every week. Here you are in front of your two heroes. Wearing your t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck it up. You gotta have something. So if we uh, we had that first minister from, do they have to be from here? They just have to embody what come is. Oh right, okay, okay, okay. Um, so who? <laughs> I've never heard that description. They just what Dave here? <laughs> this is like this is like a proper like BBC question. Any more questions? Yes. Who is the most calm person? <laughs> who 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 is the most calm person on earth? <laughs> my first thought was Louis Spence. He was the first, yeah. And then I thought, if you listen to the podcast, Chinese Louis Spence. Louis <laughs> Spence, <laughs> darling! <laughs> I'm in the dormant, darling! Um, no, um, seriously. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. One, one person. Yes, boy, yeah, boy George settled, <laughs> settled, and he could get bitchy if he needed to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. he, he chained that guy who radiated. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> he actually did do that. That's the thing he got arrested for and stuff. So keep up. Most of them, you don't want to have a right. If Tom, if Tom's just throwing them going his way, boys are like, come here. Change your radiator. Um, Arlene, <laughs> um, you look like you're a plumber. Come fix my radiator. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That was a great question. <laughs> We're going to finish with uh, with one quack each. I'll go first because yours seems like a, an epic one. So, uh, so here we go. Michael Jackson had some crazy loves. <laughs> Pet monkeys, fairgrounds, being a pedo, <laughs> and wee white gloves. But what you won't know is Jacko had one passion that trumped all of those. No, not music. His beloved Linfield Football Club. <laughs> yep, the race-changing lunatic was barmy about all things Irish League football. <laughs> Upon winning his first Grammy, the King of Pop was invited to an after-party at Cher's house with Liberace, Michael Barrymore and Seal, the singer. But he turned them down and headed to the Sandy Row Linfield Supporters Club <laughs> and spent the night necking harp and some big doll called Bertha. <laughs> Asked what he loved so much about the local game, the thin criminal said, I work hard. The best way to de-stress is to head to Portadown away with the boys and see some fucker getting emptied by one of our lads. 
weird, right? <laughs> but do you have any secret homies? <laughs> See when it snows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, my secret secret hobbies. Yeah. I don't know, because if you tell them it won't be secret Is there anything you're like weirdly wrestling? You love that. Do you ever want to always borrow my passport? Oh, once a year I watch the Royal Rumble. And WrestleMania and SummerSlam? No. I don't watch SummerSlam, I watch Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. You watch it every week. You just shut up. Um, <laughs> do you have any weird weird hobbies? Weird hobbies. Chores? I like doing house Yeah, you're always doing chores. I like a clean house. You never know who's going to call around it. You know, call for me. 16 guys on Grinder. <laughs> got to be prepared. Um, before Dave's, we're just going to wrap it up on Dave's Quark. Um, before we do, cheers for coming. And um, if, if you like the podcast, give us a, like, a rate or review on iTunes because that always, always helps. And cheers for coming down. I might do this more regularly because um, this yeah, has been good fun. Um, David, go ahead. My quote's also about Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been said before in this podcast, Michael Jackson was a renowned prankster. Some of his stories are legendary. The good thing about MJ being dead is that people could bring up some of these tales without the threat of illegal action. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Hucknell recently disclosed one of these pranks to OK Magazine. The Watson haired singer and host of Celebrity Juice was recounting one of Jackie's pranks involving <laughs> he's not, George he's Michael. Not, he's not, he's not the host. I don't know. I'm sorry, sorry. Hocknell stated that George was one of the most gullible singers going, and the moonwalking wax faced pedo loved nothing more than taking advantage of this. In the early 90s, Jackson spent some time holidaying in London, and it was then that he became great friends with George. As their friendship blossomed, they began to learn more and more about each other. They became so close that they actually discussed their sexual preferences. Jacko, not so much. <laughs> it was through this that Jackson saw an opportunity for a major merc. <laughs> Knowing that George was a big fan of cottaging or meeting men for sex in public toilets, <laughs> Jackson thought he would introduce George to the concept of glory holes. Jackson told George that he had arranged a glory hole for him at a public toilet at Clapham Common. However, there was one stipulation. He had to be blindfolded en route to the toilets, so, and he wasn't allowed to put his pinky through the glory hole until Jackson counted from this three to zero. George agreed. Once at the toilets, George was prepared, and Jacko was giggling like a little schoolgirl as he counted from three to zero. At zero, George thrust his penis with supreme force through the glory hole. At that moment, there was a loud woman's scream and subsequent crying. Reacting to this, George took off his blindfold to see Jackson rolling on the ground, laughing and hee-hee-hee. <laughs> 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 it later transpired that Jacko had also duped R&B singer Gabrielle, who's a massive fan of kaleidoscopes, at the age. The world's greatest kaleidoscope to be placed in the whole adjacent approach. Michael's only stipulation for Gabrielle is she could look through the glory hole to see all the majestic colours until he had counted from three to zero. When he hit zero, George thrust his erect penis through the hole at the exact same time Gabrielle looked into her kaleidoscope, thus causing the injury to her eye that she has since had to protect with her famous eye patch. 
But have you ever hurt yourself in a crazy and kooky way? <laughs> um, well, for people listening in the future to this, um, there was one night we did the podcast live, and um, I did a tweet, and um, the next morning I woke up dead. Um, no, I don't. I, I don't know. Oh, oh. Um, I was. Uh, I was drunk. Mm. <laughs> At a party once, yeah. Your Honour, and um, I, um, I went, I went to walk um, through a stair gate at the top of some stairs. The stair gate. Stair gate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy party! <laughs> and um, I, I uh, went to open the stair gate, but I, I never actually put my hand on the stair gate. But I thought in my head that I'd opened it. Mm-hmm. So me and the stair gate went down the stairs, and um, I broke a finger. Oh shit! That's pretty bad. Yeah. That's a nice way to end the podcast, Shane. Well done. Yeah. Um, guys, thanks uh, Thanks so much for coming. We'll go, uh, do, by show of hands, who wants uh, two choices? Who wants to go to the heart bar? <laughs> <laughs> One guy at the back who owns it. This is, this is like back to Shane's first date. See if you want to do a second date. Uh, or, if you don't. Duke of York. Duke of York. Yeah, we're some takers, right? We're just going to go to the Duke of York then, so we'll, we'll be another like 10 minutes. For anyone listening to this on like, you know, just a weekly one who wasn't here, this is all admin based. Um, but we'll see you around there in like 10 minutes. Um, guys, can we do one last good morning before we go? Because I love that on three. One, two, three. Good morning. Guys, thanks so much for coming out. This is Boytown Live. Cheers. are gathering Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Thor, Hulk, Hawkeye, Captain Marvel, and Barry from Northampton. Fill up with 30 pounds of Shell V power and feel heroic. You could win an awesome Dubai holiday plus other prizes every day with Marvel Studios' Avengers Endgame in cinemas April 25th. Call in to win with Britain's number one selling performance fuel. Conditions apply. Participating sites see shell.co.uk slash win.